pause. Hello, Steve. How are you? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> well, can we cough in unison, do you think? I think it's going to be that way Synchronized today. Synchronised coughing. Anyway, good to see you. And thank uh, oh, you, Steve Vines. Yes, we, we're going to start with an exclusive, a, what we call a morning brew exclusive. <laughs> Go on. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm clearing my throat for <laughs> this because it's very important. So people are asking why it is that, that the world's most talented, popular, and I'll think of another adjective later, um, omnificent. Yeah, very good Om word. On <laughs> something. Um, <clears throat> Secretary for Justice, when she had what was called a horrific in injury, yeah. what other people call a bone fracture, um, had to go from London, where I'm told, I mean, it's not been confirmed, apparently they have quite good hospitals there. She had to fly from London to Beijing to, to get it seen to. Courtesy of the embassy in London. Courtesy of the Embassy of London, indeed. But I can now exclusively reveal why it was necessary. Go on. It was on her flag-waving arm, and it became a national issue. So when they heard in Beijing that her potential ability to wave a flag in unison with other flag-wavers was in question, they said, you must come to Beijing for further re-education on flag-waving. Yep under extreme conditions. Yeah. Remember, this was a horrific... This was described at the time as being a horrific industry. If you remember what happened was she went to a conference in London to talk about Hong Kong as a centre for dispute no, resolution. Come, come, please come back to that, would you? <laughs> you cannot make this stuff up. And there was a crowd <laughs> of brilliant. protesters outside the door and she tripped and fell and apparently um, this was barbaric. Yes, another word they use, barbaric Those attack pavements. on her. Um, there's no suggestion that anybody pushed her. She simply tripped. Now, when other people trip and fall and fracture their arm, they trip and fall and fracture their arm, you know, possibly without this level of drama. She says she's probably going to be injured for a year and she's going to be trussed up for three months and God knows what else. Anyway, I'm very pleased she went to Beijing for treatment because that was the second prize. The third prize is staying in Beijing for even more treatment, and so it goes on. It's kind of strange. <laughs> this is just I beyond mean, weird. Normal. Beyond weird. I mean, I mean, she's dead meat, of course. She's, she's, she won't be Secretary for Justice for much longer, but that's neither here nor there, because she's not Secretary of Justice at the moment. She just signs off on, have we charged them with the most heinous crime we can find? Yes, tick. Is that one? That one looks as though we'll only get two years in jail, even if we get conviction or... Oh, put up the charges on that one so i mean you know she is busy and remember something like five six thousand people have now been arrested so there's lots of work over there at the department of justice but she's not been doing it bless look at the king look at the king <laughs> yeah look at the, look king, at the, king, the king. king the king meanwhile meanwhile in other news and there is other news you, you, you wouldn't believe hold on Join uh, in if you want to, if you can be bothered. If you can Join be in. bothered. Morning if you brew can raise a leg. So, so I want to give a bit of advice to the CNO, the chief executive in name only. If you're going to have a defender, it's really a bad idea to be reduced to having Kenneth Lau as your defender in LegCo. So Kenneth Lau, for the listener, in case you've forgotten, is the head of the Hong Yi Cook. He sits in one of the rotten boroughs in the legislature. And by staggering coincidence, and no one has yet worked out how this happened, he inherited that job from, oh yes, Daddy. So, by, anyway, they, 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 they did a wide squeak, squeak, I was going to say, a wide sweep of people who'd be, you know, valid to head the Hongi Cook. 
and they alighted on the son of the existing head. I mean, how that happened? Do you know much is, about this? Is a I mean, was, was there? Was, was there possibly? I wonder. No, no, okay, it wasn't enough. even. It Just wasn't the coffee then. It wasn't even. It wasn't even a, a, a serious possibility. So anyway, Kenneth Lau, and bless him, he doesn't speak much in Legco, so maybe he's not really good at it. Well, take out the word, maybe. He's not really good at it. And then there's the problem of cerebral capacity. Also, we're talking about something rather limited. So he stands up in a debate yesterday, which was essentially a, a, a motion to remove Carrie Lamb for being useless. I, I paraphrase. There's, there's a, there, there are other words attached to that resolution. Anyway, there was a debate yesterday, and he stood up and said... One of the reasons we've got to um, keep Carrie Lamb in office is she's really good at handling conflicts. Uh, that wasn't a cough pause. <laughs> that wasn't a cough pause. That was what we call a deafening silence. So he said she's really good at handling conflicts. And um, just because there have been some incidents in Hong Kong. Gosh, have there been incidents? I had no idea. You, you may say the fact that the whole city's in turmoil is a sort of incident, but... That's apparently how his, he obviously spoke in Chinese, but that's how it came out in translation, as there have been a number of incidents, but she's good at handling. And then he said, and you know, honestly, uh, you've got to love him. He says, well, you know, she was popular once. She had high poll ratings. She actually did. She did indeed. Um, only, you after the previous only, only a really mean and horrible person would point out that her latest po opinion poll ratings have, got, have gone down to 19.7%. On, on, on a Richter scale, that's sort of down there on a place called Ground. I mean, even Tung Chi Wah was more popular. You bring up a very good point. Depths. She really did have a good scores on the doors back Remember in the early days. Remember who she took over from? I know, I was going to say you, that. You know, I mean, people thought, no one's going to be worse than Lan Zhong Ying. So she came in on an enormous outburst of goodwill. And that is true. That is what we call, in the trade, a factual fact. Yeah, I think Fred West would have had <laughs> higher ratings than the previous yeah, guy, though. Didn't yeah, you? I mean, you know, so, no, you know, I mean, the the, the demise of Si Wai Leung was, was, was noted with, with angst by probably one person. Thank you, Mrs Leung. But other than that, I don't think there was universal weeping and gnashing of whatever it is that people gnash when, when they, they feel in gnashing mode. So... See why Lone goes, they think, oh, thank God, you know, this quiet little bureaucrat, she, how much harm can she do? Uh, the, evidence, the evidence is there. Tons of times in history, there must be, when that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> there, well, that's... And I think what this goes to... Stand by for a serious point here. I think what this goes to is people naturally are optimistic. They naturally hope, hope for, for the best. Yes, indeed. So, you know, you don't think... Oh my God! This monster is gone. We'll get an even bigger monster. You think? Hmm. You know what? That's our flaw, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I I like I like optimism, um, if, particularly when it's in face of the facts. But I do like the the spirit of of thinking things will get better. Unfortunately, in the case of um, Mrs. Lamb, I don't think so. Do you, I mean, have you noticed? Incidentally, I just 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 to take this globally, there have been. Um, uh, civil unrest in, in places like Malta, Lebanon, Iraq, Bolivia. What characterises all of those situations? The leader's taken responsibility and resigned. Mm. Um, what characterises the situation in Hong Kong? Nobody takes responsibility. Nobody's resigned. I just pointed out there.
What about that notion that nobody's allowed to? Let's be perfectly honest. Well, no, no, there is that. There is, there is nobody's allowed to. I mean, nobody now moves without, um, without instructions being issued, but from the newly established control centre in Shenzhen, from the splendidly named Bohemia Villa, out of which all these orders come. So it's quite true. Even if, as Carrie Lam is reported of saying she wanted to resign, there's nobody allowing her to do so. But on the other hand, you know, there's actually nothing to stop her. But How that does require exactly that does require what we call again a, a, a technical trade term, what we call backbone. And I don't think um, Carrie Lam has shown the smallest amount of backbone. She's good at filling in forms, though. I'm told she, if you want a form filled in, she's your go-to person for that. Um, anyway, there we go. Meanwhile, she she pops up yesterday because she's very, very busy trying to settle the situation. She pops up at something called the um, National National Constitution Day 37th anniversary. This celebrates, put that in inverted commas, the 1982 Constitution. And she went there and what did she say? Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. I hadn't thought about this, but... What we need to do in Hong Kong is strengthen constitutional education. People in Hong Kong are lacking in knowledge. Uh, Dr. Steve, <coughs> this is one of several ways that we've, know, we've seen in the past of basically calling the people of Hong Kong thickies. They are the antithesis of being thickies. Well, They're very smart. You see, that's where you and Ms. Wu, she of, of Maxim family fame, disagree. But they, she, I mean, she actually they, came out and said... Call people on, stupid. What, no, no, she actually came out and said... On, on an interview, and she said it in English, so I, I don't need to rely on the translation. Um, this was an interview with Central Television, which keeps renaming itself, but I still call it Central Television. Um, that The problem with Hong Kong people is they don't know how to be citizens. She does, but Hong Kong people, bah, ghastly things. They So she, in this one interview, she said, children in Hong Kong are no good, <clears throat> young people are no good, parents are no good, teachers are no Where good. Does that get us? Uh, well, it gets people on the streets. It's precisely the sort of thing that really annoys people. I know she's not a pivotal player, but she keeps being propelled up there as a um, as a, as a sort of, I use this word loosely, a thinker on behalf of the establishment. So she's just a, you know, well, He's very Victorian father, this, isn't he? You don't it understand. Is. You don't understand, my boy. I mean, when you get older and you have the sort of responsibilities that I have, you'll understand that beating peasants really is the only way to go. That's the only language they understand. But you think by Incidentally, now, slavery was a very good thing. I, mean, I can't see why they abolished that. Exactly. You'd think by now that this, this old what do you call it war chestnut <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you, it doesn't you, work but you know i mean telling 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 everybody in hong kong <laughs> that they're all you know they're all smelly basically and useless you know i don't know why but people take against that i've no idea but the words um fail to understand or the word understand comes back many, many times. And it really does. It's plainly wrong. It really some, does. There's some very bright minds here. <laughs> and unfortunately, some of them on the street doing naughty things that they probably shouldn't be doing. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, ain't that a fact? Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. I mean, we, we've got... Um, now we've got another action plan. Uh, well, now, what's it called? What do they call these things when they keep saying we're giving out money? And I keep thinking, oh, hang about, hang about. The money you're giving oh. out is... Our money, we've paid that, you know, 
we, we're the, we're the um, great unwashed who pay the taxes. So they've given out <clears throat> another $4 billion, mainly to businesses. I mean, in my other life, I also run a business, so I'll take that money and run. But, you know, the fact that no, you're I think you're fine, Steve. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I think, I think what you will also find is the fact that they're going to contribute a bit to water bills, they're going to do something nice about rates, they're going to allow you to pay your income tax in instalments rather than one big wash and that gosh even sewage charges are going to be waged waived for a little while yeah. that's very exciting incidentally i mean what is that going to do is it bone, for, bones don't work do bones they, they do not Throw i mean the fact of the matter is and unfortunately i'm right in the middle of this so i can i know this and everybody who's in business knows this is that these little bits of actually quite expensive bits and pieces will do absolutely nothing to resolve the underlying problem which is nobody wants to go into shops nobody wants to spend money on entertainment nobody wants to do all the things that keep half of hong kong businesses alive so and we had the human league before that thursday's morning brew in with steve vines i've got some emails thank you uh, some of them are kind of links and stuff that don't they don't say read me out on air so for for those topics thanks a lot i'll have a look i've got one i can read out on air he said uh, with those stephen stephen that, that, that that's me yeah we got a lot of those or one who's just got, <laughs> hasn't got a job um with those comments from caroline and miss Wu, i really think that they or rather beijing just want rioters back on the street so the authorities can bring in more draconian backlash he says hong kong's future xinjiang 2.0 question mark he said expect a spicy weekend now steve and i were just talking about this i'm thinking perhaps they you know the bait is the bait is being chucked out but aren't these people wising up to this well i think there's yes i think both of those things are true i mean you know if your only if your only response to what's going on is the response that that's being given at the moment which is you know gotta stop the violence gotta stop the violence you know hello good morning gotta stop the violence you know if you will only focus on the symptom and never focus on the cause then of course your your only your only um possible mode of response to what's going on is to say let's let's get out more cops let's arrest more people it's going to get very hard there's there's so many people been arrested so far it's going to be very hard to find any more but anyway and on the other hand i think what's happening on the protesters side aka cockroaches if you're a policeman apparently that's how they refer to some of their fellow citizens nowadays if you're a protester i think more or less all the people who were involved in these monster one million, two million strong rallies don't want to be involved in violent action and have simply are waiting to find a way to peacefully protest again. Now, there is um, uh, um, the, the, the email you just read out does refer to this weekend. I mean, there is an attempt this weekend to have a rally organised by the Civil Human Rights Front. Um, uh, uh, from victoria park i mean we is a well-known location and this is an attempt to organize a large peaceful rally and there you go again the cops are saying well you can have a rally but you can't move well this is impossible you know people will not just stand still maze, this, isn't in, it? <laughs> in 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 their hundreds of thousands of course they're going to march so you know they're setting up a confrontation with people who are genuinely trying to organize a peaceful event so I, d I think there is something in that and you know what i find really depressing 
is the poverty of imagination i know you may say oh god that's hardly new information but take one example this week we've heard the um secretary apparently for education although uh, god knows if he's ever read a book um saying uh, do you know what the solution is we've got to close down the campuses so that nobody can go on them unless they've got this pass and that pass and and i'm thinking does he not understand what a university is oh. a university isn't just a place with classrooms it's it's a center for people to be educated possibly god damn it to enjoy themselves to be illuminated you know hong kong universities actually like universities throughout the world do far more than, than, than train students to pass exams. They have events, they have conferences, they have open days. I mean, it, in other words, campuses, when they're good, are very good. They're open, lively places where the public can come in. Often the public consists of, of people with their, young people with their parents wondering whether they can go to that university. So, you know, if you just close all that down, but it's this poverty of imagination. The instinctive response to a problem is close it down, arrest the people, don't give it any money, put them in trial, that, don't, don't give them any money. I mean, this this petty, vile attitude of the pro-government. Oh, of course, I keep saying pro-government. That that camp has disappeared. The pro-China camp in in Legco is, oh, university is very very bad. Let's starve them of funds. I mean, you know this. Um, stopping last week of funding for various projects. It's, it's, you know. So the fact of the matter is that, that instead of saying, let's find ways of, you know, bringing Hong Kong back to life, all, all that they want to talk about is crackdowns, shutting this, closing that. But that will not change. That, that is, a, that, that well, is in there. That is ingrained. It's a gene. It's that will a not change. I mean, the, the thing is, it, they, they've, the, the gene has been tempered by an awareness that you couldn't get away with it before. Now they seem to think that you just let rip and you just, you just, you know, anything you don't like, bash it on the head. Tell you what, I've got an email here. I think it's from John. <clears throat> um, and it's one of those ones with loads of links and info. Thank you. Fantastic stuff. But hmm. it's entitled, For Those Who Believe Trump Would Actually Do Something. Yeah. Let's go down, let's well, go down that avenue. Yeah. I mean, I... I uh, we've talked about this before, but but uh, just saying, the fact that, that that Trump has signed, he didn't seem to sign it with much um, enthusiasm. The, the 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 two new pieces of legislation, the Democracy Act and Democracy and Human Rights Act, and the Act pro prohibiting um, the export from the United States of of crowd control munitions. I mean, the fact that he's done that. I think the second one is less important because actually those munitions are available from a neighbourly country, of <laughs> cuddly waddly neighbourly, <laughs> where 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 goodness knows, but they've got a lot of that stuff. So I don't think that's going to be a problem for the Hong Kong police. The other thing, you know, it depends on how that act is applied, and I don't think that Donald Trump, or to be fair, practically anybody in the American administration is ever going to be a reliable ally of the Hong Kong people. When when the choice is between dealing with the big boys in Beijing and the 7 million people in Hong Kong, lamentably, lamentably, I think they're going to go for the big boys. And what, would, what would President Obama have done? Crystal ball time. Do you know what? I don't think much different.
Play. Because, I, I, um, you know, I, I do think Obama was a better president, but that's neither here nor there. But, but the fact of the matter is, I think that in the big order of things, countries always, this isn't breaking new ground to say this, always primarily look after their own interests. Sure. If it's in their own interests to have a complex trade deal with China and China says, I want you to shut up about Hong Kong. I'm pretty sure they will do that. What a sorry state so of affairs. It is a sorry state of affairs. So I think, you know, the, the brutal tr truth is that Hong Kong people have to rely on themselves. And the fact that Hong Kong is in the public eye is not irrelevant. It's not useless. The, the, all this clamouring for this legislation hasn't been a waste of time because at least... It keeps Hong Kong centre stage in a way that it's never been. And the kind of violent crackdown that everybody feared, a Tiananmen Square, a Tiananmen Square style crackdown here, is infinitely less likely. And, you know, I think it's infinitely less likely in Hong Kong that hundreds of millions, hundreds of thousands of people are going to be shoved into concentration camps as they have been in Xinjiang. So, you know, it's not a waste of time. But relying on the leaders... Hmm. I'm not, I'm not wholly convinced by that at all. Word is that one of the greatest fears of the leadership here in, in China is, um, you know, people in the mainland getting a whiff of it and going, yes. oh, I'll have some of that. Well, apparently it is happening in somewhere in Guangzhou, another one of these it townships. It is interesting. It is, well, I mean, let's just step back a bit. There's actually far more protests going on in the mainland than most people realise. Very hard to report some of these things out in the sticks. It's more likely we'd hear about them down in the south in, in, in Guangdong province than we would anywhere else. But, of course, I think you're right. The real abiding, overriding fear that the Chinese Communist Party has is that a crack will appear and people will pour through that crack. So, I mean, the volume of propaganda that's now being poured out is quite extraordinary. Remember, at the beginning of these protests, official media was just largely silent. Thought, oh, they'll go away. The out of the bag let's now, let's right? not report it because it only gives people ideas back home. Now what they're doing is developing this extraordinary thing, and it's all dictatorships do it. They're not, they're not being original. Is that, you know, foreign forces are conspiring to undermine our country. They've decided to locate themselves in Hong Kong where they're causing trouble for the People's Republic. Uh, thank thankfully, we're valiantly resisting, etc., etc., etc. So, I mean, the, 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 the way of explaining what's happening in Hong Kong has changed. The fact that they are now frenetically publicising what's happening here and saying, you know, if you're thinking of doing protests on the mainland, remember, chaos violence. Do you want chaos and violence? Are you going to vote for chaos and violence? But these are the same people they don't want to kick up. These people are still the same. They haven't changed. So by telling them what's going on, you surely are. Well, I mean, this is, this is the problem with, democracy, with, 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 with dictatorships, is that they actually, other than repression, other than control, they have so few other ways of uh, mitigating problems, of, 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 of retaining their power. I mean, you think in a democracy, however flawed and all the other caveats, you've got various ways of doing things. You can have elections. You 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 can have dial. You can have genuine dials, not Carrie Lam 
style dialogues. You know, you actually go out and meet people and talk to them and say, Oi, what's up? Can we do a deal here? Dictatorships cannot, they can't do it. That's I mean, right. they have no way of doing any of that stuff. Not won't, but can't. They can't. They Listen, can't. Tell, me, tell me a little bit about the root of this foreign forces thing. What does it actually mean? Does it mean, I mean, going way back, right? Does it actually mean we're actually scared of so-called foreign forces? Or what does it mean? It means in Hong Kong two things. We're scared of being found out or well, something. Well, I mean, it, it is, you, you know, you have to say, this is not a unique Chinese Communist Party yeah, thing. They, they all do well it, all dictatorships yeah. do it, because they cannot accept that their own people voluntarily will go against the regime. So they have to find an explanation. The explanation always is, aha, foreign meddling, aha. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's this foreigner, it's the Jews. But why it's... this one particularly? It's interesting. Well, no, no. It's but, the go-to, but I, isn't it? But, it, I mean, you know, the, 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 the Stalinist Russia was full of this all the time. Foreign plots and conspiracies. All the people who were purged during the Stalin era, not all of them, but a very high number of them, were purged, accused of conspiring with foreign forces to undermine, <laughs> undermine the Soviet Union. So it is the old playbook. Mm. It's just, it comes back with less and less credibility. I mean, you know, they part of the response was to ban all these organisations, which are more or less, well, they are all banned on the Chinese mainland anyway, and mm. say, oh, aha, we've, we've found the black hands. They're the people who, um, uh, who we say are the black hands, therefore uh, uh, they are the black hands. Case proved. 